Welcome to Creative Dicks. I'm your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John Allen. Hello. Employed John Allen. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I started a new job. I'm on day three. I'm still adjusting. I'm sleepy already. Yeah, you look sleepy. (laughs) I'm sleepy because I I started thinking or using my brain at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. You used yeah. to start at seven. Yeah, well, well, no, I wake up at seven and do nothing. At your old job? Oh, in my old job, I start around eight fifty. Okay. But um, I haven't used my brain in a while. But I, I, I'm liking it. I'm actually in a tech company with free snacks and cold brew, and. But you work from home. Well, I went to the office yesterday. Ah, okay. And, and uh, I'm thinking of going to the office uh, twice a week. Thinking about it. Yeah, just to like... If you're connect. out there and you have a job for me, I will go to the office well, four you, days a week. Well, we were talking about I will. your I won't think job. about it. I need a new job. There you go. Well, how are you doing? Uh, I had so much anxiety today that mm. I made myself go for a cemetery walk, so not so great. Anxiety? That's fake. That's I suffer just a from anxiety. Thing. No, it's like when you want to jump out of your own skin. It's a made-up thing. It's not. You know, I have you, chronic anxiety. But today you. was really bad um, because I don't have enough work, mm. and I'm stressed about shit. I'm stressed about money. I'm stressed about life. I'm stressed about what decisions to make in life, and I'm lonely, and I don't have enough to do. And yeah, that's Tuesday. So, I mean, what's the difference? Today's between, Wednesday. Yeah, but exactly. I'm just saying like all of those things is just regular things. But some days it stresses me out ah, more than other days it. and it makes me anxious. Mm. Some days I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm like such an optimistic person that I feel like, okay, I got this. And then I realize I don't got this. <laughs> and I get overwhelmed. <laughs> I, oh yeah, well. So I, this is what was happening. So I was sitting on my couch, topless in sweatpants, mm-hmm. trying to make myself work on the computer because I need to apply for new jobs and I need to get stuff together for shows. I owe you some things mm-hmm. to edit and whatever. So I'm, and I'm working on costumes always when I'm home, like always. So I'm like sitting on the couch in the morning, watching TV. I have my coffee. I have breakfast. I'm spending time with Mabel, my cat, mm. trying to do some of those things, but feeling so anxious. And so I, I text someone and they were like, well, go for a walk. And I'm like, yeah, I know I should go for a walk and leave my house, but then I have to put clothes on, right? <laughs> so then I'm trying to get myself to do that. So I get up and I put like, first I put on a sports bra because it was weird that I was topless anyway, right? And then I take my pants off and now I'm like, okay, I got to move my body because when you're anxious, moving your body helps like in any way. So I'm just kind of like swaying <laughs> and moving my arms around like this and I put on like really angry music and I'm just trying to like get my body moving. So I'm like dancing like the person who drank too much at like six in the morning you Mm -hmm. know what I mean that's been up all night half naked in my apartment not in a sexy way that if you're (laughs) listening that might sound sexy but it wasn't I looked like an absolutely insane person because I was dragging myself to do it you know what I mean you're saying because I am so I'm like dragging myself to do it and then finally I got myself outside and I went for a walk and was with all of my dead friends who are sometimes better friends because they shut the fuck up you have friends that's what I call all the dead people <laughs> in the cemetery. Don't worry, I never call you my friend. That's true. I'm like <laughs> so, Janelle, we have a new system here, right? Yeah, we do. We do. Um, tell me about. T- tell us quickly, quickly. So, I got the DJI wireless mic system, where the actual recorder, the things that we are speaking into, is recording the sound. Is it recording the echo that I'm hearing that it annoys me? It, it won't, um, because. But I'm trying to do like a dual system so that. 
um, I have an option uh, to do it from the a different recorder. But in the end, like actually, we can take off the headphones. It should be fine. And then it won't echo. It won't echo. Yeah. I'm used to hearing you that way, though. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever you want. Now it's just like we're having a normal conversation. That's what podcasts are about. But I'm used to hearing it. Well, you know what? Whatever you feel like, it's the echo is really annoying. But this is strange. Yeah. This is just like talking now. Yeah, with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm uh, yeah. But we're we're making sure that our mobile recording in the future. So because we we've do been more. doing so much recording, well, we haven't yeah. recorded in months. True, like two. I don't even remember. I I remember a little bit, like the second to last time what we talked about, but I don't remember what we talked about the last time. What's going on with you? Um, I think you you cycled out some people. Since yes. Last time. Um. Uh. Luckily, the 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 Asian lady, the top seed, is still consistently there, and things are working well. And I met her. And I finally, you know, introduced her, uh, not only to you, but. Uh, in our last brunch where I was kind of celebrating. At Royal Brunch. Royal Brunch. At London Martin & Co. Every Saturday since With I Love Burlesque. <laughs> right? Um, I, which I brought a, a, That's a, me. a nice cross-section of, of my life into a small brunch. Like I have my old work friends, my most recent work friends, you know, Carl, of course, and the travel crew, of family there, so... It's pretty much a rep- representative of every single group. Like I was supposed to have my. But you mother- made her do that. I I invited and her. meet me. You yeah. made her. Yeah, uh, and because she didn't want to. It's not that she didn't want to. We never had an opportunity to have like an actual formal meet of a lot of people, uh, and like the, the burlesque shows that I could have brought her to, like the Thursday shows where I record for the past couple of months at the nudie show at Beauty Bar every second Thursday at eight. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yep, and like usually Thursday is her longest day at work, so she doesn't, you know, come out on Thursday. So um, one of the, uh, you know, I also brought her to an after party of my cousin's wedding, where she attended, where we intended also to go to uh, our friends Rita and Wink's show at uh, Ginger's Tasting Room for the Ginger Cabaret every second Saturday at 8 p.m. <laughs> so many plugs. So I, you know. It's in we, industry yeah. city so in Brooklyn. that's one of those days where we were able to, or I was intending to introduce her to more friends, but also your your show, your performances. Yeah. We yeah. were there, but we missed the show. So um, it has always been planned, but like now it finally has happened. And she, you know. But she did okay because that day, for whatever reason, we started talking about vulva pumps, which I didn't even realize were a thing. And your 40-year-old friend wanting to bang your 60-year-old mom. My 70-year-old mom. 70-year-old mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was – and he kind of looks – he kind of looks like a skinhead and not in the not in the English-British way, but in the, like, in the bad way. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> he's l- not. He's l- Italian. L- yeah, luckily and he's, he's a nice not guy. racist, but he looks – he looks the part, though. Yeah. He, he looks like the... <laughs> He's from know. Staten Island. Yeah. That's he, the thing. But so... And she could hang with the whole conversation about... She thought it was a joke, yeah. but still she could hang with it. She, and it I, was cute. She, like, covered her mouth and... She is a, a, a nice dichotomy of of, of Korean demureness. Um, but, you know, she's been bouncing around the United States for the past 10 years already. So she can't she can hang, even yeah. if she seems like, you know, she... 
is a little bit more on the shy side. And, you know, it was nice for her to be able to see pretty much every, like, a little a little primer. There needs to be more. But So, I sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I actually matched with a Korean guy mm-hmm. on Bumble the other day. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I'd ever dated a Korean man before. And I said... No, I said, but is there something specifically different about dating a Korean man? Yeah, their dicks are sideways. Uh, please. <laughs> I mean, I was being sarcastic because I don't judge people mm-hmm. for that shit. And he was like, yes, there is. Go find one. And when you decide if you like it, find out. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't specifically seek people out for their race. Although we have been seeking out an yeah. Asian Ooh. man for me. But it was in the broader Asian yeah. sense, not specifically. And also, I'm just like looking, right? Um, but it's not my go-to genre of dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like won't go out with me until I've dated a different Korean man. I think that's so strange. And like, why does he want to be judged by that? Well, I mean, if it, I, I, every person is different, but this seems just like one of those dudes where I don't want to teach somebody the ins and outs of my culture. I don't give a shit about, well, I mean, I want to learn about it, but mm-hmm. I don't like need to be taught about it. I can just date you as a human. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Too, it's like weird. Some, some people, their culture is a bigger part of their personality. So they, well, then I'll probably people. hate him. Yeah, anyway. that's true. And, and that's, a, that's a good part. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of my cousin that just recently married, they're like, get yeah, their, like if you're from there. Yeah. But if you're Korean American, you're like well, well, a mean, mix. It varies. Cause like my cousin who, Culturally, that yeah, is. born or raised in Long Island, um, they're way more Filipino than I am. Like to the fact that the reason why my cousin, but I think if you're around your family, you're probably more Filipino than 100%. you seem to me. But either way, too, it's like no. But for them, like my cousin, like I was mentioning out when we were hanging out, uh, he got engaged three months ago and got married over the weekend. Like the the engagement was three months. I mean, you'd like to do that. I would like for to do reference. That. If you don't listen to all of our episodes, Janelle was actually born and raised in the Philippines yeah, and only so. moved here how long ago? Uh, f- it's going to be fifteen years in May. So 15, fourteen, and years. he just got his citizenship. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, and meow, 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 meow. But going back to the cousin, the reason why he got engaged and got married right away because they himself, as growing up, you know, traditionally Filipino, but in Long Island. Uh, and you know his family and the what, now the wife's family is again more conservative Filipino, and they weren't going to live with each other. Yeah, if they weren't married. I like that. Right, but but because if you live with someone, you're not going to want to marry them. Well, no, I mean it's hard to live with someone. Most of anyone, the, anyone you live with after you live with them long enough, yeah, you're mo- going to kind of also hate them. Most of the people though traditionally have lived together at some point before they got engaged sure. and married. So this is kind of like one of those things where like I'm the opposite. Like I'm not going to like get married and then figure out that we weren't compatible living together, right? So um, you should marry first because they're not going to like your shit. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves, well... The only thing is, like, uh, the place is great. Uh, it could, it's just a cat. Luckily, she made, she's so shady. You have upgraded the furniture, but it still very much feels like a bachelor pad. Yeah, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm close to finding a domicile away from the city at some point, And that hopefully will kind of, like, make me gut this a little bit more and, you know, have more space and stuff. But going back. I mean, back, some people like modern stuff. That's too. true. And, or minimalist stuff. That would be nice too. Like I said, the Korean ladies place is extremely minimalist. 
So what about great. the other ones? So we had like a the, the the fitness lady that was going consistently well, but you know to the well, you know I really got to know that she just doesn't like me as much, and I'm at the point now in my life where I don't want to hang out or I don't want to kind of invest emotions, time, and resources to people in a romantic sense that is obviously just use not using but like obviously i am a part of her journey and not the path like you know she's not loves, the destination uh, no the, the, not, not even the destination so i mean i'm not even that and i'm not the end goal i'm not even like the path right now um. so it's just fun it was fun for both we enjoyed it it's just i had you know you know i felt more love i think you were still seeing the bartender before when we recorded that was it yeah that was the fitness girl oh okay she's the bartender too uh and then at the same time too there was and you said some real shitty things like why am i dating a bartender (laughs) not no not which is valid for you though but you would be happy to marry a bartender if you found one that was into you yeah and it's more but because she wasn't into you you're like why am i even dating a bartender i mean like they the the end of the matter would be like you're trying so hard for a person's affection and then they're not reciprocating or not even in the ballpark of what you get from other people that are not only reciprocating your feelings but socioeconomically a little bit higher than most right so Mm -hmm. it's just you know why would you stress yourself too much sometimes you have to cut your losses and even if it was fun and even if i still have like the the most humongous crush on on her it's just not worth both our times because like i'm taking up space plus you found someone else there was somebody else too that was you know super cute super fun but that also kind of like uh, fizzled away a little bit uh, only because she again same thing like she didn't have enough time or didn't you know a combination of didn't have enough time to hang out and go out plus the want to or the default of her being wanting to be a little bit more alone than most people oh. right so if you for example if you're working Monday to Friday and you needed time you, you you require one full day by yourself so take away Sunday already mm-hmm. and then so you're left with maybe Thursday Friday Saturday and then you have other things to do other chores to do so like I it was just to the point like you know what cool like you, you're not making an effort then it was nice that we enjoyed each other we 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 didn't haven't parted it's just like we haven't really hung out yeah um but yeah it's it's one of those things where right now things are going super well uh, and, uh, yeah, there's still, you know, giant questions that needs to be answered. What, like I've, but right now you got to focus on the new job anyway, which is kind of like a good thing. And, you know, but part, I, I, I I promised you and promised everybody like in my friend group, it's like this job needs to be checked and balanced too. That's why there needs to be an outlet. So I need to have my relationship. Of course, but it takes like three to six months to adjust to a new job. Exactly. So the first month, you're like not really going out that much, not really doing yeah. new things. You're kind of just like adjusting, especially because you've had a few months yeah, off. Yeah, but that's the the part of it, the requirement of it. Like, yeah, it's six o'clock, right? Or yeah. when we planned to hang out, it was it was like around 4.30. I was already closing down at 4.30. I'm so proud of you. Because, and even with, like, even with people, like I am overachieving in a lot of different things, like, 
I need I was supposed to be done with my onboard. It's a two six week onboarding with two weeks just admin stuff. I did all my admin stuff in a, in two days. And then I did all my remaining well, I'll be done by tomorrow, but I'm doing all the onboarding, the six week onboarding stuff in three 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 like let's say four days. Right, because I might not finish it tomorrow. I might finish it on Thursday, uh, uh, on Friday. I'm gonna finish it then because I wanna get a head start on my actual job. So I'm overachieving a lot of those things, but to the point where no, I'm just when it's four thirty, start to wind down. Five thirty, start to close. Okay, I know that you're a millennial, so you might follow this, but also you do have that sort of stereotypical work ethic we've talked about and that you're describing right now. What you have to understand is when you go into a job, if you work that hard in the first two weeks, yep. they're going to expect that of you all the time. Yep. But you're getting paid the same amount as the people that take the four weeks. 100%. So and you should set the bar lower. Uh, well, I mean, that, <laughs> there's also the, the point where, like, you know, I, I, I still want to bring in my unique selling point is I do work harder than everybody else. That's the you kind do. of idea. But. Uh, at at this point, part that I was like, I don't have a problem working hard as long as it's within the bounds that I never had before. Because before, do you take like, a lunch? Uh, I do. Do they give us lunch? No. Uh, do I take a lunch? Yeah. Now I do. Like I actually block off. I, okay. I, I, you know, uh, an hour to go out and walk. But uh, the point of it was, you know, on my own, six o'clock, the laptop closes. So, yeah. Um, uh, I'll do some light reading and whatnot, but uh, the the skeleton of it is once you know, I want to get I want to get all of these admin stuff out. Okay, well this is getting work. boring. Yeah, you're boring. <laughs> you and your anxiety. No, but um, you know what I mean. Like people might be listening to this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the- I want to talk about. This podcast. Mm. That's my topic of the day. All right. Do you think the podcast is ruining my life? Hear, hear me out. Okay. So the last guy that I broke up with mm-hmm. was still mad about the podcast like six months later that his friend listened to and told him about, right? Mm. Had If we didn't do this podcast, that wouldn't mm. have happened. Now, he could have hated me on my own because I say some shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I'm brutally honest. And I do have high expectations, but I have higher expectations of myself than anyone else. But he was really upset about the podcast, right? The guy before that, who, you know, I didn't really date that long. Mm -hmm. After I stopped dating him, he listened to the podcast. He got really pissed Mm -hmm. off about the podcast. Memphis ghosted me. Who knows? He might have actually seen on my Instagram, which he follows, mm-hmm. that I have a podcast, listen to the podcast where I describe that thing on his back. And maybe that's why he ghosted me. Maybe the podcast is the reason I'm still single. My ex-fiance didn't like it. Mm-hmm. He got particularly mad when we did the breakup episode. But like, obviously, I have to tell people I mm-hmm. broke up with my fiance one way or another. You know what I mean? So as a man... Mm-hmm. If the person you were dating was talking about dating you the way that I do, could you deal? Could you cope? Uh, I'm 1,000% sure that it's not the podcast that is keeping you from a relationship. But I'm also, it's my personality? 100%. <laughs> uh, but it's, well, I'm also 100% sure that you know, this affects how a relationship is seen because... Yeah, this is entertainment. It is also the truth. And the truth can be 
uh, articulated in different ways. Yes. Right? And to them, I articulate my thoughts and feelings in a softer way than I do on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast, I try to do it in yes. a funnier way. Because it's, it's, And I think listeners are smart enough to discern the difference. And He's like, did you expect my friends not to listen? I'm like, no, I expect them to know it's yeah. a fucking podcast and, and or the, a comedy set. The, the, and the idea of that, too, is like, you're right. It's if they can't discern the difference or they can't hang, uh, you do other stuff, too. Right, I mean, I strip in front of people. Yeah, but also just like you, know, you. This is just in a in a more public sense, but you you could probably shit on these people on occasion directly to your friends anyway, and compliment them wildly as well. Yes, that's the thing. It's like the, our podcast is not just all about um, highlighting the, insult the faults, comic dog. Right? right? But yeah. you know, we we say the good and the bad things a little bit more frank than others. I would actually assume, well, putting myself in the situation, if the person that I am dating has a podcast uh, and they're speaking about me, I would be totally fine with it as long as it's the truth. The problem is when it's being repackaged for a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, or something like that, the truth might be kind of massaged in a way. Sure. Right? And then if that is, you know, flattering for me, great. But if you have 10 flattering, if you say 10 flattering things and two bad things, human nature will dictate. Hear I will have to yeah. just, you know, obsess on the bad things. Of so course. That's, that's the issue. So that's what I'm thinking about. I think a podcast or a TikTok or a blog or a YouTube channel about one's relationships is a great tool to really see whether your partner listens, right, and understands how wild the different ways that you could communicate your relationship. Sure. Right? Uh, but if... If I had a choice, uh, because I cannot dictate how a particular partner is uh, described, like if, if I'm actually truthful, I'm not lying about certain things. I can sure. fucking lie all about these things if I wanted to. Yeah. But if I didn't want to, I might actually be hurt if um, you know I keep on hearing other partners still right you know like previous part or like you know if you're dating if you were hearing my stories of my exes yes or like particularly like in your situation you're just dating yeah right so if i'm also hearing other dates part so uh, you're not being clear part of the reason why i kind of lost fire for the fitness lady the bartender that i really really like is because she has that tiktok describing her other dates okay and it discourages me because even if they're i know they're fantastic fantastical like i know they're embellished okay right for the tiktoks but i still you know hear about this date about that other guy and this date about that other guy even if i understand that we are dating a lot of people. It hurts me. Yeah. You're not right. supposed to hear about the other dates. Yeah. yeah that, and she didn't give you her TikTok. You found it, correct? Uh, it was on her profile before and she took it out. So, uh, okay. but I kept it. So, yes. Yeah. And that's one of the major reasons because like, I, although she has told me like, you know, 
she TikToked me once right, about our dates. Sure. And it was a joke because like I I drove her home a bunch of times, but when I the first time that I visited her place, I still asked for address. Okay. Right? You know, because I'm not a stalker. I'm not kind of like, you know, whatever. But, you know, she's like, you need to pay more pay. Something like that. But it was a joke. Um, but, yeah, and then even if I know that she was dating a lot of people, it's kind of like, one, maybe you should TikTok more about me. But I would have, if they should did that, I might have complained about something else. Sure. So that's kind of like the, the vicious cycle about hearing about But in my case, first of all, he wasn't, listening to it and he told me it was okay right mm -hmm. this guy the old guy but I wasn't going on dates with other people mm -hmm. I wanted to I did because I I think I should still hedge my bets mm -hmm. there's part of me that's like it's healthier to not get distracted and focus on one person so that you can really give it your full energy but also you and I have been through this so many times I think it's hard to put all of your eggs in one basket when the likeliness is that person's probably wasting your time and now that relationship lasted for nine months and inevitably it was a waste of time and that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy my mm -hmm. time with him but for me where I'm at in life if it doesn't turn into my life partner it has been a waste of time because that's uh, all that's the only thing I'm looking for right now yeah but yeah I'm not looking to have funner experiences your again all of this description is again that's the thing every, every time somebody says my xyz it's already downhill from there because your interpretation and your standards of certain thing is but what right. I'm saying is I wasn't talking about going on dates with other people yeah, I mean, it, just the idea that I was scrolling Bumble bothered him and it's like at the time when we recorded that podcast we were like a month month and a half into dating not that long mm -hmm. to me that would be normal to me for someone not to do that again I wouldn't tell him about it um, out of respect because it does fuck with people but I would never have expected him to only be seeing me at that stage in a relationship in New York especially I don't think that's healthy so this is just something I've been thinking about like if he was going to work on his shit, which obviously he's not going to, but like if he was going to work on his shit, would I be willing to just like give up the podcast? I guess I would because I'd rather have a relationship. Yeah. But at the same point, like I don't really want to be with someone who can't deal with my personality because what he would say is like, you're so like harshly honest. And I'm like, yeah, but again, I'm like that with everyone and with myself mm. and the, the positive side, to th like sometimes it's hard to hear, but the positive side of that is you always know where you stand with me. I'm honest. Yeah. There's no bullshit. There's yeah, no yeah. having to read between the lines. Oh, yeah. And that's... It's I don't think men can handle it, though. It's not a... Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that do. I mean, there's a lot of people that have podcasts. And, and a lot you of and I... And shows. And yep. a lot of people that are, are strippers and doing all these things. But you and I have a growth mindset where, like, if someone tells you after you fucked that, like, it wasn't great, you and I would both work harder on making it better yeah. the next time. But, like, my ex-fiance and some other people I've gone out with, you tell them it's not good, they're just going to give up, like, on the first try. And, like, again, just like, eh, you, okay. In the end... That's why it's a good indicator for people who can't understand the podcast or can't understand direct feedback is it, it your communication styles just don't work. Some people don't, you know, some people want the traditional set like, you, hey, lady, you make the sandwich and you give me a blowjob and I give you my paycheck every month. There's, you know, there's still a very, 
some people it still works because you can still I mean I would do that yeah still you know <laughs> that life can happen sub, too, sub right? sit on my dick for a blowjob and I'm in 100% yeah but that that's the other thing where it's more of fine I think if uh, if a person can't handle how you speak or the podcast or any other medium that's a bad indicator because what does what's stopping them to not like your burlesque? What stopped them? Absolutely. From not liking? So it's and a slippery slope. That's it's where I come from with it, you know, obviously as a feminist, but as I've talked to people about what happened, a lot of people are like, Yeah, you should have just broken up after that fight in Jamaica because there's no recovering from that, from what I said. And I'm like, I I I give people more credit than that, I guess. Yeah. Like everyone eventually upsets their partner and you always have that like core kind of thing you keep coming back to but you can work past it yeah and again people can change like if you're an adult yeah people can <laughs> not like the podcast to start but you know maybe after a couple of explanations conversations and maybe if they try to be more involved rather than he just, was going to be a guest on I our know. podcast and i thought that would have helped him understand i also thought it would have been interesting for listeners because we could ask him direct questions mm-hmm. and hear what it's really like dating me um but it's just something that's been on my mind because i don't know if people can handle it and yeah and uh, again not there's not everyone will handle it i'm not he said eviscerating i don't feel like i eviscerated my current partner if if you're the topic of conversation even the smallest prick might seem like a gunshot move right that's right like you said you focus you obsess about the bad things but again we're saying that so i've they could change they could improve but you know on the flip side too, it's like, you know, sure, you could give this up. You could give up burlesque too for the right person, but they need to be fucking killer t- for you to sever off parts of your personality to grow other things. Like I right? don't really feel like burlesque is my personality. I know it certainly seems that way mm-hmm. to other people, but yeah. um so I've been on a couple dates mm-hmm. since the last time we talked. I went on I, I decided I read this book. <laughs> you read? Yeah, you told me to try audiobooks. So yeah. I tried one audiobook and it was called, but I read real books. I just read them much mm-hmm. slower. So uh, it's called Marry Me, The Case for Settling. <laughs> and it was written by a 41-year-old woman who lived in New York City. And it was sort of telling women between the ages of 25 and 35 to focus, if I'm going to sum it up, to focus on the important things that you're going to need in a marriage that are mm-hmm. going to make you happy in a marriage. Because sometimes when we're dating, especially in New York, and even on this podcast, we've talked about some things with our dick disqualifiers, like, oh, I, I don't want him to have kids and no beard and like a great head of hair, but not too long of hair. And like all these like sort of little petty things that mm-hmm. aren't really going to make you happy. They're just your preferences, right? But if you got to know someone that didn't have them and you really love their personality, you might go for that person anyway, mm-hmm. even though they're not like your type on paper or yeah. they don't check off your like 100 things on the list, right? So she's like, pick like three to five things and focus on them. So the first couple chapters of the book where she's telling people that they need to start doing this in their 20s, obviously I wanted to go back and murder all of my exes mm-hmm. and then jump off of a bridge because they wasted my time. They really did because I've been looking mm-hmm. for a life partner. I never was the one that wanted to be single or just like collect experiences mm-hmm. or notches in my belt or any of that shit. And um, I do feel like a lot of men wasted my time because I was really clear with them with what I wanted from the beginning. Anyway, so I read this book and I'm like, okay, I was trying to get over 
this like hardcore dating and focusing on dating and finding a partner that I've sort of been doing for years now on and off with relationships. Um, and as soon as a relationship would end, I'd get back out there and start dating right away. And I tried to do that again this time. And I, it felt very different. It felt like I'm aging out. <laughs> it felt like I'm not successful enough in my career for people. It feels now like I have to make a bigger effort with men. Um, whereas I, because I am a very dominant person in life, I try to lean back when I start and let the man do the work. But now that I'm older, I have to do work too. Or men are just like, eh, it's too much work because men are fucking pussies these days. I can't stand <laughs> it. And her book kind of reaffirmed all that. It's like as this idea that as Women are really hot when they're young. And men, no matter how old the man is, they want to date women like 20 to 25, maybe to 30, but not really past that. So I'm now dating men in their 40s, and they still, especially in New York, would rather date a woman in her 20s. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And if they're successful in their careers and they don't have kids yet, then they especially want to because they want to be able to have kids, even though they might not necessarily want kids. They want the option of the having option kids. Of mm -hmm. And so in the late 30s, they still want to date women in their 20s. 40s, they still want to date women in their 20s. If they're in their 50s and they're still single with no kids, they probably also want to date women in their 20s. Yeah. And the men increase in value because their careers become more successful. Their bank accounts become higher. Mm -hmm. We don't age men in society the same way that we age women where our value in the eyes of society, this is not my opinion, mm -hmm. goes down as we get older, as we get wrinklier and fatter and whatever else. Society sees women as less attractive as we age. And if our careers aren't growing, which mine's fucking mm. not things pandemic then our value has decreased and yet because we've had all these horrible experiences from being like hot sex objects in our 20s mm -hmm. we get pickier and pickier so the the margin of men that we're willing to date is so fucking tiny that it's practically non-existent by the time you're in your late 30s dating these men in their 40s and there's something to be said for what she's saying it Made me want to kill myself, but there's something to be said for it. So I decided to put on my big girl panties and give it one more college try and start swiping yes on men that aren't my type, that have beards, See, them, I'm that maybe are bald. I'm going to pause you there because you, there's a fundamentally wrong uh, perspective in what you're saying. Because like, I understand like there's generalizations that men as they grow older holds more value than women uh, that holds value that's generally true but the men that you're uh initially trying to date is such a small slice of the population already that's what i'm saying so that's in because but you're and then you factor in how picky women get as they get older and it's now non-existent yeah but that's the thing it's like you look at your indian mirror if you're trying to take the two, top 2% two of everything and you like what do you, what are you putting to the table for you to be even in the vicinity of That's that what 2%? I'm saying. Right. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying like the way that I heard it is like woe is me, my options are so small. I am now going to do the basic thing which is just living life how normal things go which is you know, I, I hate the, if I'm an if I'm a ten, I can only date. Sure. Ten. I hate that, but like to visualize it easier. If for example, 
you know, you, you're gorgeous. You start at the seven, which is people's like seven. That's like, yeah, seven is gorgeous. That's that's the problem with with most women right now. People think that every everybody thinks that they're a fucking ten. They're not. Nobody's a ten. Okay, so but everybody thinks like oh, because if they look so, like a you, ten, then their personality is probably yeah, a three. You're so brave because you think you're no fuck. You know, if you're a seven, and then you're right. For if you're a woman, you're older, you decline a little bit, right? You're a six, right? You're supposed to look at three to seven, three. Right, get out of here. See, see, that's <laughs> that's the attitude. Okay, but Janelle, let me let's go back. Mm-hmm. You know me. I am five six, five mm-hmm. seven. Right? Let's mm-hmm. probably five seven. Um, if I go out with a man, I only care that he's like about my height. Mm-hmm. Most women, I know women that are five two and want to date men that are six feet yeah, tall. Yeah. And I tell those women to get the fuck out of here. Date people their own height. Stop being so petty. It makes no difference. I will date people my own height. And I've dated a couple of shorter people mm-hmm. now. Not significantly shorter, mm-hmm. but I've gotten over the yeah. fact I can date someone five six, five five, and be okay with it. I don't need to wear my high heels and all that shit is stupid. So I'm not... As petty as some people are. Some people literally eliminate someone on height, as you know, as a vertically challenged man. That, and then that's why I'm, I'm like saying, like, we, I understand that, you know, men will always be the villains of a conversation with genders. That's just how it goes right now. Society, if you refute that, kind you're, 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 that's kind of like your problem. But people don't understand, like, the reason why men have such a bad rap because you're only looking at the eight, nines, and tens that dates one to ten. But I <laughs> don't date eight, nines, and tens. I've dated five to mm, see. My thing maybe is maybe like, an eight yeah, is the best my I've thing ever is dated. Like, <laughs> you, you, I, I, I objectively think that the pe- people that with your, your, in your words, has settled for something that's not ideal to that word. That's number. the book's words. Yes, yeah. but it, it. Those I was are, telling you about a book I read. Yeah, but the idea of it is like, <laughs> um, you you say that you've dated a five, but that five is you know, plus all the other things already. I dated a four. Yeah. Right. But in theory, there there is a little bit of a gap, right? Mm. So if he's a four on looks, if we're just talking looks, mm-hmm. which is not how I would rate someone if I yeah, were to rate other them. Other things kind of contribute Absolutely. to the Absolutely. And because like maybe to start everything is about attraction, which is mo- generally looks and things Especially that are, for men. Yeah, and generally looks but things that are first seen, like if they're charming, they're smart, they're well put together, that kind of yeah. pump pulls up or, or 100%. pumps up pulls down. But same with, with women, like you know, they might they might be oh they might be a four, but they have like you know they go on pedicures every week and they have good hygiene. You're a five, and same with women too. Like the sure. idea of it's like all right, you're hot, but you're a dimwit, right? Like I'd still bang you, but our our level is like it's not the fact that we're gonna let you go. You're just gonna be in the roster, right? Which which kind of perpetuates the cycle of women yes. he- hating men. Yes, it does. So that's kind of like where. This, this kind of like uh, the conundrum of like the 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 settler settlee thing happens because a man settling means that I'm just not going to put you in the in the roster of potential wives. You're just gonna be so. What was, what else was interesting in the book though is she found women who broke up with someone because they didn't fit their criteria, Mm -hmm. their long criteria, right? And they were all still single. And then she hunted down the men that they dumped and interviewed them. 
And then she found their wives who they did marry. And the wives are like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have chosen him, but he's a really nice guy and thank God I did and blah, blah, blah. And the other, the women that broke up with them are like, yeah, I wonder sometimes what happened to him. Some, some of them, some of them are like, no, but they're all still single. And so there was like multiple points of view Mm -hmm. from it, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also like the men that those other women who are now married used to date. So like there was lots of point of views from the whole thing. Her point, you know, everyone takes settling as a bad word, Mm -hmm. but it's not. Everyone settles in relationships. And this is a discussion I had with the old guy because he kept feeling like I was making him feel like I was settling. I didn't feel like I was settling in life. I felt like we were very well matched in many ways. Um, He wasn't physically my type. You, sometimes you settle for looks, sometimes like, I, again. But again, he was 8 out of 10, yeah. and I was quite happy with that. And the point of the book is to choose the things that actually matter, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to get over myself and my own bullshit. I'm going to grow the fuck up and try to find people that do things. So then I went on these dates, mm-hmm. okay? So the first date I went on was with... Um, uh, he was from Paris, born and raised in Paris, has lived in the United States for 10 years, but he was Middle Eastern of uh, descent or whatever. And um, we went on a date on a Sunday during the day in Soho. It was a nice time. It was supposed to be for drinks. Then we ate something. Then we walked to Union Square, stopped to get cookies at Levain. And uh, it was nice. And he was really excited about me. Uh And he asked me out right away again. And we planned our other date for a week from that day. And then I got exposed to COVID. So we moved it one day later. And then I didn't hear from him that day. And I followed up with him. And he's like, oh, I thought you weren't interested. Now, the reason he thought I wasn't interested was because he... On Bumble, he sent me a message that said something about, like, can't wait to for you to taste these lips. Mm. And I was like, what? Mm. That's a weird message for you to send. And again, there's a little bit of a language culture mm. difference, right? And he's like, why? And I was like, because we've never kissed and it's a little presumptuous. Like, yes, I would probably kiss someone on a second date. But why would you send me that right before mm. when the conversation hadn't... Like, I just don't want to be objectified. I don't want to be spoken to mm. that way. And it was out of left field it had nothing to do with any of the conversation some other people but again context clues generally it's sure and it was texting and there was no emoji Mm -hmm. whatever and so i was like oh you should be so lucky and he was like what i was like i was just being a bit sassy so that's why he thought so then he stood me up basically that day for the date and then we rescheduled it and he stood me up again and when i was like why did you think i wasn't that interested he's like well we didn't get so close and i want to be loved and blah 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 he went on this whole long list i'm like it was one date bro again maybe again hey if you guys have standards this person's like if you don't fuck me on the first date then you're not interested he didn't try to fuck me he didn't try to kiss me or if he didn't want to try to fuck me i guess again that's his prerogative it was so weird and he told me a story on the date just real quick that he had made out with some woman at a bar a long time ago and he thought they were dating because they made out (laughs) at the bar and they exchanged some texts and the next week he was like how was your weekend and she was like, oh, it was okay. I went on a date with this guy. We had sex and blah, blah, blah. And he was like horrified. He's like, why are you telling me? Like, we're mm. what? And she was like, oh, no, no, no. A little bit of cultural difference. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, in France, if you make out with someone, you're like dating them, whatever. And Maybe, but. I, maybe, not- <laughs> right. Apparently, according to him. And 
and he and she explained to him that in New York you might be dating other people and I laughed and I said well yeah but again you wouldn't normally tell the mm. one person you're dating about unless fucking they're the comfortable other one. hearing it uh, or know. it's your king or yeah, whatever yeah. yes. But it's not something that you will offer up right away. Like, oh, I just came from a date where, like, I still have a little bit of cum in my yeah. teeth. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. You do that, you know. Exactly. And then at the same time, this guy's like, w- we didn't get close enough after one fuck. I was like, it's one date, bro. Like, what are you talking about? So that was a bust. Then I went on another because I, I planned like a week of dates, right? So I had like a date every day planned. One guy, like he was going away. He was too busy. Let's reschedule. Haven't heard from him. Then another night I go on a date with this guy and he's like, why don't you pick? I picked the day and the time. He was coming in from New Jersey. So he was like, you pick the place. He said, I don't really know you. I don't know what you like. So once I know what you like, I'll pick. But why don't you pick on the first mm-hmm. time? Which seemed reasonable yeah. to me. So I picked a little bar to have a drink. He came, we had a drink, it was fine. He sat one stool away from me, though. So to me, him just choosing not to sit on the stool next to me at the bar made me feel like he was not interested from the start. And Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and I'm a little hard of hearing because I've worked in bars and dance studios and shows and all that stuff. So I kept having to lean over to hear him, like the old guy with like the horn out of his ear. And finally he moved over and we were talking and it was okay, but he has a kid. He doesn't take care of the kid. The kid lives with his mom and stepdad and brothers and sisters. He also has dogs. And I, I was like, you did read my profile where it says like no kids twice on it. I said, your profile doesn't say you have kids. He was like, yeah, I was going to mention it. I mm. forgot. We made a plan. I was like, okay. He's like, should I get the check? I was like, well, tell me more about it. How old is he? He's a teenager. He's not in his house. He only sees in the summers. I was like, oh, maybe it's okay. Then he has the dogs. I was like, oh, it's very inconvenient. He's like, my dogs are well-trained. I was like, okay. So it went okay. I thought it was going okay. And then all of a sudden, really abruptly, he got the check. And I was like, okay, I guess he's not interested. And then um, I was going to walk with him to his car or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was trying to walk me to the train and then we realized our mix-up so then we walked back the other direction he grabbed my hand and he held my hand which was really cute Mm -hmm. i'm like well you wouldn't do that if you weren't interested like it just didn't make any sense then i got in his like souped up jeep with purple lights inside and he drove (laughs) me to the train station and then i hopped out and it was just weird but it had a good vibe you know he asked me out again we went on a second time um, this time he was going to pick the place and was meeting me after work and he chose Wagamama. Do you know Wagamama? It's like a ramen place. No. It's not cute. It's like the equivalent of Olive Garden in the city, oh, at least for me. I mean, maybe some people like it, but it didn't seem like a nice place to mm-hmm. go on a date. And he was like, I would have thought this place was would have been packed. But at the same time, he's from Jersey. Yeah, so I was saying, it's not his thing. Yeah. He needs to work on his research. Yeah, and he was had a really busy day, so he just picked it for the vicinity, so I let it go. We had dinner. We had a nice time. We walked a little bit. We got some chocolate from my favorite place. And again, he held my hand, and it was cute. And then I walked him to the garage to get in his car and go back to Jersey. I don't know how to date someone in Jersey. I never have. He dropped me off at the train again. I don't know how you can... He still hasn't tried to kiss me. We went on two dates. Mm. The texting's a little inconsistent, but it's there. Mm -hmm. And he's busy. So I I don't know what to make of it. So we're still talking. I think there's going to be a third date. 
but well, I think you know sometimes it's just the, I like that he's not in a rush. There's something nice about that. There's something nice about it, but yeah, it's again, it's a delicate touch. Some people admire the restraint. Some people are like, "Yo, where where, where are we going?" Because like, how? What if like sometimes that 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 kiss sells something about your chemistry too, right? Yeah. Um. So maybe you'd want to do that on the first or second so that it can lay a little bit of a better foundation if you want to get to know each other better a little bit. But I like the hand holding it. Yeah, that's that's good. So again, he's giving you enough breadcrumbs and maybe like... Oh, don't call it breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs are bad. Okay, but here's the thing. So he sent me a picture like one weekend. I was like, what'd you do this weekend? He sent me a picture of his meal prep. I was like, no, bro, that's not where it's at. And then I sent him one of, it was tacos, but his were like ground pork tacos in a Tupperware. I sent him a picture of my like steak tacos with avocado and all this stuff the other day. <laughs> and he was like, uh-uh. He was like, it's undercooked. And I was like, you like your steak well done? Who hurt you? I don't know if I can date someone like that. That's, <laughs> that, you know, that, no, it's not, it's not about, uh, it's not a mental deficiency. It's just like this he is likes, a person. I said, do you like Dunkin' Donuts too, coffee? And he said, yes. yes. Oh, it's too much Jersey in that one. I'm going to say like, yo, uh, that's just I thought he was taste. sophisticated. Yeah. Very, well, again. It is, it is in, a little in, bit of a judge of Jersey, sophistication. It might work, and there's plenty of people that will be a little bit more inclined to his particular uh, taste bud and taste. Yeah. But, you know, we know better. I understood now why he's got the hot sauce collection, because he overcooks his meat until it has no flavor and then has to put hot sauce on it. So now it makes a little bit more sense. But he owns his own business. He's smart, he's funny, and he's sweet, so... Yeah. We'll see. So, um, but in the meantime, I also had, do you remember last year I was dating the um, Pakistani guy? Yep. And then he kind of ghosted, right? So mm-hmm. he popped up again. Mm-hmm. And after I broke up with the old guy and I texted all my exes that day, remember when I did that? <laughs> Brilliant move <laughs> with no It's a great move. Inside. No, I think, I think everybody should do that at least once a month. I wasn't even drunk. I was yeah. at the gym. Yeah, exactly. It made no sense. Anyway, so I texted him and that day he was like, yeah, let's hang out. And then I didn't hear from him. And then a month and a half later, he's like, sorry, I got busy that week. Let's get together. And I was like, that week, that was a month and a half ago. So I ignored it. But now he popped up again. And since I read the book and I was trying to give people a chance that I wouldn't have been open to before, I was like, I might as well give him another chance. He's hit me up a few times mm-hmm. now. He texted me also while I was with the old guy, right? So, and he's a doctor. He's smart. He's funny. He's cute. I know we like each other and there's some chemistry there. Like, let's give him another go. So we went for coffee one day. And it wasn't really coffee, but we met outside. It was fine. He wanted to go for a walk. Now, what was funny about this particular day was it was the old guy's birthday. Mm. And we went through for a walk through the park where my ex-fiance proposed to me, like literally on the same path. So I'm having all, all that. All the signs. All the signs. All those feelings while I'm on the state. And I'm like, mm, all the signs, not of anything good. Exactly. Yeah. It's an omen. Okay. <laughs> so we walk through the park and then I walk him to the train. It's a day date, right? And we get to the train. He's like, can I kiss you? And I was like, okay. To me, it was honestly a weird ask. Like, we were just catching up and we kind of, you know, he ghosted. We Mm. talked about it. We worked it out, whatever. But he really probably should have waited till the next time. But I let him. I said, okay. And he kissed me outside the train station for too long. 
and too aggressively <laughs> for the situation. You know what I mean? There was a little lip bite and like, it was just like, I don't know. You like that, bro. Like I haven't seen you in a year and a half. Don't, you shouldn't, it's too much. See, that's, uh, it seems that, you know, these are people that just watch too much TV. It's like, this seems romantic. Oh my God. Do you know how many men I've had try to like pull my hair or choke me? Like the first time I make out with them. <laughs> Y'all need to stop watching so much porn. We no. do not. There are women that like that. We do I'm that not trying to say that. But like in bed, if, if at all. Yeah. Neither of those times mm -hmm. were naked by the way. Anyway, so he's like too aggressive and then he's like, we should do this again. The next day he sends me a text and we had talked about like who we dated in between mm -hmm. and what happened in those relationships and all that stuff. He sends me a text the next day. He's like, it was really great to catch up with you. But after thinking about it, I'm really not looking for something serious right now. But if you want to do like some casual hangs, I think it'd be fun to hang out with you, which means sex. Yeah. Don't fucking come in here, disturb my peace after a year and a half that you disappeared out of my life. For I, I never slept with that guy. So it's not like we're like revisiting. Because mm -hmm. I, I am more likely to revisit someone I slept with if, before if, you if I just want connection. casual yeah. sex. Mm -hmm. But like... You we, pass a certain standard first before yes. you get to that. You know, sometimes like, all right, you're in a roster of bangable sure. dudes. Yeah. You have never touched me mm -hmm. and now you're gonna be like can we casually have sex get the fuck out of here dude do, and he's he's younger than me by a few years like do not come in here and disturb my motherfucking peace for some bullshit if you're rebarking up the tree and you're texting me four times over a year and a half to try to like get back together and hang out it better not be for casual sex yeah. and if it is for casual sex you should put that in the first message don't come in here with someone who's looking to get married and be like, yeah, I think I'm so attracted to you. I just want to bang. Fuck you. I can walk down the street and find someone who feels that way. I don't need to waste my time on <laughs> old shit. Get out of here. I was so annoyed. Same fucking day. Same day. Fucking fart box. You remember fart box, yeah, the architect? Mm -hmm. That's what we called him. He was the guy I went on one date with. I hooked up with him because I was in my host stage, right? I was in my host mm -hmm. stage at the time. He was cute. It was the first person where like I kissed and it was like a really nice kiss after my fiance and I broke up. And the first time I had a fucking orgasm with someone afterwards. And the first time I had normal sex with someone afterwards. But like now I've had lots of great sex, not normal sex, but great sex with more than one person like that dude. The last time I saw him was almost two years ago. I went to his house in Williamsburg on a 22 degree Sunday morning for a hookup where I gave him a massage and a blowjob. And then that motherfucker fell asleep. He never once <laughs> touched best. my vagina. The best. He did not go down on me. Classic. He did not finger me. We did not fuck at all. He fell asleep on my arm and I had to like do like a roll out of bed and I would have robbed his ass, but he had no money <laughs> lying around, which I have never done. But like, I felt so fucking used and whatever i would have he should have hired a sex worker Disgusting. that was not cool but, yeah, he couldn't even get Free. me a cab home because no fuck him free blowjob so, same cool. thing that the other guy's like oh i'm just looking for casual sex because i find you attractive but i have nothing to offer you that motherfucker calls me up and out of the blue he sends me a message hey and i said because i'm trolling him because of his bullshit and he's a fuck boy i said sup <laughs> I don't say sup in real life. So I said sup. He's like, not much twerking. And I was like, okay, yeah, me too. He's like, what are you doing after work? And, I, er, and, then, and I said, me too, period. And he was like, period. 
and and so I did two thumbs up. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, good talking to you. I was like, yeah, you too. I said, normally when someone texts you out of the blue after a year and a half, there's like a thought there. Like, hey, just thought of you. Hope you're doing he well. He was scrolling or down hey. his list of people that he banged and said like, huh. But then, but then don't just be like, sup. And then nothing, just hey and nothing. He didn't even say, do you want to get together? I just said, he's at work, I'm at work. Okay, cool, I think good he, he kind of like, the response says something about the reception to any other finagling. The last time he hit me up and said he liked my personality a few months ago. And I said, well, then take my personality to dinner. I felt like that was pretty clear. Like, I'm not, I'm not up for just, like, stupid-ass hookups. So then he called me after I said, usually there's a thought there. He called me on the telephone. Disgusting. Again, I agree. This man is <laughs> younger than me and uh, a fuckboy, clearly, right? So he calls me. And I was at work, but I answered the phone for a couple minutes. And he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I have plans. And he's like, what are your plans? Okay, my plans were actually to hang out with my cat and work on my costumes. They were not real plans. It's just my plans were not to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, you should rearrange them. I said, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, come on. I was like, no, I'm a planner and I have plans. And he was like, but you should come over here. Williamsburg is not by where I live. I was in the city and it was torrential downpour. That was like the day with the floods and the rainbow and the whole fucking thing. It worked before. (laughs) <laughs> so, no it didn't no you're like he, he he got you to his place give you a blowjob and fell asleep by a dude yeah guy's but a legend was, but that was at least <laughs> when we had like fucked recently that wasn't a year and a half later like i have clearly moved on in my life i told him i was in a relationship the last time he hit me up everything okay so anyway i'm like no i'm not doing that i said you can plan something if you want and he was like well it have to be next week no next week i'm in miami the week after two weeks i said yeah that sounds better i'm more of a planner i got off the phone with him and then after i finished working i text him i said dude I was like, I'm not looking for any of this casual bullshit. I'm looking for a life partner. Other, every, anything else is a waste of time. He was like, oh, I'm no life partner. And I said, no, you're not. And then he was like, hey. And he sent me some emoji with sad eyes. And I was like, bro, my friends call you fart box and you <laughs> fell asleep on my arm after I gave you a blowjob last time. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he had no response. Uh. So two guys in one day just think they should get to fuck me because they think I'm attractive. I'm so over men. I can't. Most Where are my ladies at? I need more ladies. Well, that's the thing. Ladies well, reciprocate. Because. Uh, what is wrong with y'all? No, I, I, here's, I, I used to be apologetic about my side of the gender. I'm no longer because you guys put yourself in a situation. You kept fucking all the seven, eight, nine, tens. That's and then they got complacent, they got toxic, they um shared it. He was not a seven, eight, nine, ten. He was little, he was overweight, he had a nice face, mediocre dick. There you go. But the idea of it's like, you know, he was maybe a six, you know, white dude, successful, but I don't know how much he wasn't white. He wasn't, no, he's Peruvian. Oh, well. Close enough. Uh, Latin. Yeah. But I'm just saying like... Maybe white passing. The, the people that uh, the people that got away with all Neither of, of them was... The other guy was Pakistani. Well, well no. I'm saying like they got away... And also away, short. But the doctor, right? So, I mean, yeah. For me, there's no way that The doctor I w- barely had any poon. He's had three girlfriends in his whole life. Oh, there you go. Maybe, maybe that's... Because yeah. he went to school in Pakistan too, so dating culture is different there. I'm just saying like I, at, at this point, like, hey... 
I'm no longer be apologizing for things that I didn't do, but the idea of it is like I've I've seen the math. Um, also, guys, follow whole math h o e underscore math on TikTok. <laughs> it just visualizes all of these issues super in a fun way, in a non degrading way. Like I think it's a fairly equitable. Like he puts down both men and women in terms of how this dating culture. I haven't is happening. checked it out yet, so I haven't. It's just funny off about like this. you know when you when when girls say this, they actually mean something else. Like you know, men suck. You mean thirty percent of the men or. 8% of the men. No, no. When I say men suck, I mean 90% of the men. It is a small portion that doesn't... And most of them Good are married. Good luck finding your life partner then. No, 100%. Because right? most of them... You 10%, shouldn't find a life partner with a gender that you think 90% is worse because... But you know what? They've proven it to me. Okay, then let's... Look at who I've dated. Look at how they've been. I've been abused. I've dated addicts. I've been verbally mm. abused. I've been physically abused. I've been sexually assaulted. Like, please show me in the group of people then, that... Even you know my ex, you're friends with him, but you know as a partner, he was shit. Yeah, I mean, like, a partner for you is shit, but there's other people that might be... A partner for me? There was no sex for 15 months. <laughs> That's most people. And there are women that are going to prefer that 100%, mm. but... Uh, not a lot. Not a lot, but I'm just saying, like, again, it's it's jarring my mind that you would still want a life partner with all of your experiences if you're acting this way. You what do you me? mean if I'm acting what way? Like, if you're so hurt and you're so distraught and then all why of your Why am attempts, I still trying? Yeah, why are you Because I trying? believe in love and because I want, I like then having Then that's not a the attitude to find love. I want it's someone gonna... to have dinner with. I want someone to cuddle with. I want someone to fuck. And I don't under... want to be fucking random people. I don't want to have Let's... dinner alone every night. I don't want to do all those things. And then the idea of it is like the, the, the passing of the trauma needs to stop on both ends. I'm not passing the trauma. I go you... to therapy. I'm... I'm feeling trauma right now just speaking about the things that have been happening. As your close friend who is supportive and along with this, this is passing trauma 101. Tell me. Right? Because you, you, I know we're talking about all the stuff that's happening. So I'm calling these two fuckboys on their bullshit. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not passing trauma no, to them. No, I'm no, just no. not having it. No, no, no. You're not passing. You're passing your trauma to the world. Like to me right now because of what had happened. By saying that 90% of the men are shit? It's like, that's the result of it, right? That's the result of your interpretation. I'm just saying that who, who, anyone, who in the right mind will be gravitating to an energy that says you suck? Oh, I don't meet them and assume that they suck. I give them the opportunity to show me if but, they but, suck or but not. you, you. And one after the other after the other shows me they do. But it's, it's so difficult. You're my good friend and I think you're a good guy, but sometimes you've said shit I've called you on. Yeah, and, and every person will have shit that they will say. And if you think you have less things that you said are shitty than others, you're greatly mistaken. I don't think that. So that's the thing. So you you know... But I still pe treat people like human beings. Yes, yes. When you, when you come to me and you say, I want to stick my dick in you so you should let me, that is I'm, not treating I'm, me I, like I'm a human being. I'm not justifying objectively horrible people, right? But I'm saying like, here's, here's where we sit right I now. I think people want to be good. I think everyone wants to be a good person. I think some people, like we talked about mm -hmm. earlier in this episode, are willing to do the work on themselves by themselves mm -hmm. or in a relationship. Some people are not. I do also think that that 
age old thing of like girls mature faster than boys, like from the time we're in grade school. And because we have to, I think that carries on to our adult years. I see. I don't, I don't subscribe to those idea because people are people and, and your variables are different and every other people's variables are different. It doesn't apply to everyone. But generally, generally, but like I'm so if it applies to everyone, it applies to no one. If everybody's special, nobody's special, right? Sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. But I'm looking at it as uh, it's a, it seems like a luxury to complain about all the horrible things that had happened uh, and still want good things to happen to you. Uh, when well, I was raised with fairy tales, and that's basically. How they all are. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I was raised with fairy tales too. Unfortunately, I'm a brown guy. I can't revel on or complain about or live in all the hurts that has been done to me. Like I have countless of people that I gave free meals to, and I understand that people are going out in days just for a free drink and a free meal. Sure. Right. If I, if if eighty percent of my conversations with you was like fuck women that take my money and doesn't lick my balls and suck my ass. <laughs> But I still want to find somebody that will lick my balls and suck my ass. Okay, but wait a minute. Because to some degree, you do. Because sometimes we talk about the dollars and cents of your dates because you feel used from those situations, yes. which is valid. But I did, It's that's valid not that my... you want a case where someone's not using you. It's the same for me. It's, I want someone exa- who... But I don't it make it my personality to hate the gender or to hate the thing that I want to have. If it's you not my have, personality. It's, it's becoming it's like it. Part of my personality. Yeah, but beca- it's becoming <laughs> it. Like because I want love. I'm for getting it. old and bitter and jaded, oh, Janelle. What do you want from me? If, <laughs> I just I'm just saying like I want love for you. I do. Like and in essence, every time I say, I wasted my time with this person. I wasted my time with that person. It's not that I didn't value the time. It's that a man I'm, who... No, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But listen, a man who comes and disturbs my peace when mm-hmm. they're not serious mm-hmm. is purposely wasting my time. But I'm saying like, I don't, I don't subscribe to it and I don't believe You that don't believe statement. that they no. wasted my time. No, I don't. No, I know you don't. I don't. Because like, you cannot say that, you can't say anything post-fact, right? If, let's say right now, I think a man who knows that he wants kids, who dates a woman who has told him from the start mm-hmm. she does not want kids under any circumstances, mm-hmm. and he stays with her for two or three years and then leaves because he wants kids. I don't think it's just like I don't think it's just about the kids, though, right? Like wh- when you're talking about your most recent partner and you were saying that you know it's because of X, Y, and Z. No, it's it's always about this the the problems with that. The things with it's so many other things that happens throughout the course of. For me, it was one thing. Uh, yeah. Well, you just mentioned uh, other things about the podcast. Like, you know, the, the uh, we're just uh, the way that you. Were, oh, I need to review this, but you mentioned <laughs> about um, like it's about it's about the podcast. It's about what we said. No, no, he was he he remained mad about mm-hmm. the podcast and the things I had said, but I broke up with him because he has a drinking problem and lashed out at me. Multiple times. I know. That's yeah, but, it. Um, but if if it, if that one day hadn't like there was a different time mm-hmm. where it happened, and I was like, okay, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have this relationship. I drew a clear boundary. Had it not happened, or at least been like a great span of time before it happened mm-hmm. again, we would still be in that relationship, still working on it. And I still want him. If he called me up tomorrow or today and yeah. said I'm in a program and I want to work on this, and blah, I would totally do that. Yeah. 
I love that guy. Yeah. I didn't want to break up with him. I cannot allow myself to be in a situation like that again. I cannot. It's a clear as again, soon as we've, that we've talked about head. this again. It's just again, this is your thing, not other people's thing. I'm just saying that you cannot say because it didn't work out, it was a waste of time. Right? Like I cannot say because I got laid off from Amazon. You can say whatever you want. I it's could. your life. No, but that's the problem with people right now. You you just said it. People are living in their own fucking fantasies. Uh-huh. Living their own lives. They're not looking at I'm not saying don't be I'm not saying that everything needs to be objective. I'm not saying everybody needs to be But see, I wanted to date here here. Mm-hmm. I wanted to date other people while I was dating him. Because that's just how I want to be. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to dedicate myself to someone. Yep. I don't want to be in a quote-unquote committed relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not committed if that motherfucker leaves, period, mm-hmm. to me. The way I was raised, the way my belief system was installed in me, instilled in me, mm-hmm. rather. So to me, that's not a committed relationship. If it's a committed relationship, you sit and you work on it. Now, we never had a committed relationship. We never had that conversation. But I knew for him, I could not date someone else. So I didn't because yeah. I valued that relationship. Which is kind of weird, too, because like you were the one saying that it's never going to be you know right. boyfriend girlfriend give because me a ring it's just like because <sighs> i don't believe in there's so many variables that John makes no. it impossible for that thing to happen no but what you're not getting is we never had that conversation so i but i still didn't date other people because i heard what he said regardless mm-hmm. and i decided that it was more valuable to work on but now the fact that i didn't do that mm-hmm. for those nine months and I'm single again. I should have been dating other people because inevitably it didn't work out. So those nine months when I could have been dating someone who maybe doesn't have a drinking problem and would value me are gone. And now I'm a little older and I am a woman mm-hmm. in a society that doesn't view aging women in a good way. So now it's that this time on Bumble, like I started earlier, is much different than every other time I've had to go back after a it relationship just, yeah, ended. Yeah. So those nine months to me where I'm at in life were very valuable time. Every second is valuable. Every second is valuable. Every second is. So that's why I'm saying. That's more to my point of why it is a waste of time. No, that's more to my point because you (laughs) you were there nine months with a person that you had a lot of fun with that you would have still been with had hadn't been. uh, But he was lying. If someone's lying, okay, let's say you're in a relationship that the whole thing's a lie. They're cheating. They're married. They have a whole other life someplace, and you find that out. You're not going to think that all that time is a waste of time. No, I, I'm going to tell I was lied to, but the time that I was enjoying then, that I enjoyed then, right? I would not say that it was a waste because in the well, end... That's, we just have different viewpoints on yeah, it. Yeah, so like, for example, if... Finding out my whole life is a lie, to me, that is a waste then. Oh, I, again, I'm just saying that it's, it's so... It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy my time exactly, with Exactly, but I'm just saying it's... it's but it's, it was a distraction from my goal. Because my goal is to find a partner. My goal, I didn't look at certain you, jobs you, because I was involved in this yeah, relationship but you, here. But you, while you were in a relationship, you were stress testing whether that was your goal. Where you were figuring out whether I hear that what you're was saying. your thing. I hear what so you're saying. So I'm like looking but at it. But it wasn't. But it wasn't, so... And actually, it would have been, but he can't get his shit together. I, and see that, see that there again. It's like it would have been. Anything could be. Yeah. You know? People are willing to work if on X, it. Y, if X, but y, you Z. and I are those kinds of achievers that would work on I'm it. I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just looking at it as, you know. So I just need to find someone who's willing to put in the work, and yeah. he wasn't. Uh, and those men 
or people, because I'll date women too. Anyone who comes into my life disturbs my life. And when I say disturbs my life, I mean I start planning my life around them. I make room for them in my house. I make room for them in my time, my schedule, my life. I go on trips with them financially, whatever whatever the thing is. It could be different for each person. They're disturbing the piece of my life functioning how it is now. So if they're not serious to do and to mm-hmm. be who they, if they're not who they tell me they are, if they're not who they're showing me they are, and they don't want the same things that I mm-hmm. want in the end, even though I clearly, like this guy told me he thought I would change my mind, then you're wasting my fucking time. Because I told you who I am. He knew better than anyone because he'd listen. Mm-hmm. He knew about the podcast before he'd seen all the posts and everything. So like, you know who you're getting in a relationship with and you know that you can't live with that, then you are purposely stealing my time. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll secede a little bit there. Just, I'm just looking at it. It's like, you say as if that you are a fixed point in time and you have one, you know 1,000% how what I you're going to provide. And, no, then, no. So, and then you're expecting everybody to not, to, and so, but you're saying you don't, but you're expecting everybody to know. Well, yeah, there's some baseline things. I, I will give you that. I'm like, flexible on a lot of things. That's the thing. It's like there are certain fixed things about you. There's other flexible I wanna, things about I want to move to a house in the country, but if we needed to stay here for five, yeah. ten years, I would do that. And that's what I'm, I'm, not, I'm and for me, that's kind of like saying like. Because that's a compromise. About, you have to make compromises yeah, in and, relationships. And every step that you have in with any person developing any type of relationship is aligning or you know fixing goals together so that you go to the right direction but by the time you're in your 40s or 50s that guy's nearly 50 like you got to have some clarity of who you are you as a human to. being some self-reflectiveness do you want kids are you capable of actually having and caring for the kids if you mm-hmm. do make the steps to have them are you financially capable 100%. of having the kids are you capable of having a relationship mm-hmm. and putting in the work for it even when you do hear things from your partner yeah. that are uncomfortable like it, by oh, that age you should know those yeah, things you should, again everything is should but in the end it it, it only takes one like in the a hundred percent only takes but I'm one. saying like it's a there should usually the ages the only I, you know I don't care a lot about ages but like they give you an idea of someone's yeah. stage in development. <laughs> yeah, there's some so general. There's things. a lot of stunted yeah. people mm-hmm. in New York in particular, and you and I have talked about that before because I think we'd both have great relationships if we lived in a different 100%. city. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like I I consider myself like well, people don't come here to have great relationships. 100%. People come here to work on their careers, to be mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. to party or whatever. Yeah. And and the thing is like, all right, then then move. <laughs> <laughs> it, which is why you and I talk about it all the 100%. time 100% that's yeah. why I'm planning my little nest eggs out, uh, elsewhere already Yeah. because like I understand I've complained about a lot of things too and there's things that I hate but the point is like I can't want uh, for a real stable relationship when I'm looking at the things that are uh, when I'm, I'm attacking the problem as if we are enemies. Like it's just like we're on different ra- routes together. That's if true. I look at every so, you I, know, I think the difference is um, when you're physically in danger. Oh yeah, and, and again, I I will never understand the, the 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 femininity side of being that, but also to see that you will never understand how 100%. a masculine mind works too. Like I, I definitely right? will not. I mean, like. <laughs> 
it, every, every single person, every single uh, feminine-leaning person that I know wants, open up, be attuned with your feelings, go to therapy. That's what they tell all their partners that they're complaining about. But the second a man tells the ver their vulnerabilities, it becomes a weapon for their partners to use in the future. I mean, that happens with women, yeah. too. Yeah. I've had that done to me, too, and it's always horrible. Yeah. But, but so idea that's valid, like, that, that makes you angry. And it, I do agree that in our society, it's looked down upon, down upon men when they show those things and men are taught that they can't. But that generalization that you just made does not apply to me. Yeah, again, but I'm just looking at it as, you know, everybody is... Yeah, everybody's so. In fact, adverse. the problem with the old guy was he didn't share his vulnerabilities. He was pretending to me that he was so confident. Oh, because he knows that he can't. It was so inauthentic. Like, I hate inauthenticity and I stamp it out in people, even if it means I'm nasty, because I need people to be real with me. And what I didn't realize was that he was putting it on to cover up his insecurities. Usually I can tell mm -hmm. when someone's doing that. With him, I didn't like it. I smushed it down. I was like, no, that's not it. No, that's not true. No, that's a to the point where he's hurt now from the things I said. Because those were his vulnerable parts. Had it, he shared with me that he, he would was... Never, again, most, most no, no, men, most men wouldn't. Yeah. But had he, which he did about some other mm -hmm. things, I would have never yeah. made fun of him. Because I'm a human being. We all have insecurities. If someone shares their insecurity with you and you're a mature person who cares about them, mm -hmm. you would never pick on those. The people that do that when you're in a fight are trash people mm -hmm. that should all just fuck each other. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want anything to do with those people. You shouldn't have anything to do mm -hmm. with them. I shouldn't no one kind should ever be treated that way but when you're fake about shit when you hide your insecurities and you expect people to know and then you get picked on it's like but you're you're See, that, hiding all that but probably a, a, a different topic for a topic for a different podcast but that's the idea too you we're so easy to throw around the word authenticity truth fake phony but we are in a constant state of flux. Like, I mean, maybe I'm not ready to uh, share this vulnerability because I'm working on it and sure. I'm going to it. Like, I, like, yeah, for example, he, you know, this person had uh, had more of a money problem than he thought that he did, it, right? Okay. Right? Instead of, like, coming out, it's like, yo, can't afford this, we can't do this. My priority is to invest in experiences. And what makes me happy is taking my partner to this trip that I may or may not be able to afford. So my view there is I'm 1,000% authentic because I'm doing the thing that I know will not only show my authentic love for a person, sure, sure. right? But, but you know, in the end, if you look at it in a different way, I'm being inauthentic and saying, like, I could do it right now. Sure. But that's, that's, the, that's the... I think that's a little different because that's, that's something that, like... First of all, a lot of people travel on their credit cards. Money comes and goes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, yeah, it, it's a fluid thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like it's it's I, it's there. There are things that you know. Some people are just you know, some people. Lie, but most people lie, right? Most people do, do things to deceive. But first the problem. core of the stuff, the 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 real core of a person, you know, a, a person is good and a person is bad. So when it's bad, it's easy. Stamp them out. Fart box. Uh, doctor, they're out because they're right. authentically just not good. Yeah, right? not good for you. 
but there are good just at a different stage in yeah, life. Yeah, timing too. So again, another another element. But yeah, there are good people. And then when we're looking for partners, we're looking at various levels of good. And some people look at good as. Uh, I think he was a good guy. Yeah, but that's the thing too. It's like he's a good guy, but there are certain levels to that good. But There's addiction certain, is like certain hard... parts of of a person that might have like holes and spots that sure. they need to work on. And then the issue that we're having right now is if that little spot co-ops all the good, right? Like okay, if like two percent of me suck, ninety percent of good. If that two percent for you is the thing for you. That's that's fine. Like I mean, I said, he, he made a mistake. You're not gonna go with that again. Understandable, but we can't stop out that ninety percent good. You cannot forget about the time we spent together, the last together together, the trips that was done. That is not a waste of time. That is a a, a path towards figuring out whether I can do this for longer. Well, and this- you did it has been a very long episode so we're gonna have to leave it there and agree to disagree for now but I'm sure we will revisit, we will revisit. our argument at some point yep All right See thanks you for listening episode. Bye.